Cool, let's blitz this. This is episode 125 of Griff's Brain Dump. It's me, Griff, obviously. How are you doing? You good? You great? You're fine? Okay, this is going to 190 miles per hour, this podcast. Okay, I'm going to do it quickly so there's no gaps. I'm going to just keep on talking all the way through and let's see how we can go because like, it's going to be a short podcast. I haven't got much to talk about. I just want to get through it because I've got things to do today, right? You know, I've already started my day badly. I thought I was drinking a cup of tea. I'm not. I drank a couple of Robush. I don't know what Robush is, but it's not tea. I wanted black tea or green tea. I'm not racist. I drink any of the teas, right? But Robush, not a tea. Some South African thing. That's red. I didn't like it. It's things like Rebois, Robush. So, um, did not want your drink. I did not want that one. Um, so, but I had an Oreo donut. Nutritious. You know, when you're 31, you can eat whatever breakfast you want. You can't tell me what to do. Adult privilege. I'll eat some fucking ice cream if I wanted. Um, but what um I what what's happened this week? What's happened? Sunday I went to church with my mum, International Day, as I described in the last podcast. Um you go for the food. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, you go for the food. And they 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 patterned this though this time because what happens usually you have a two hour service, food at the end. Right? Starts at ten, there till twelve, food changed what they've done this time start at 11 oh just an hour and then you get your food oh they're like we know what you came for you came for the food didn't you you came for the food oh you only get a little bit of praise and worship for an hour so you don't have to stay for that long you like that guys everyone's all you know all the kind of uh all the casuals like me i'm not even a casual i'm not a casual i'm a i'm a neutral no, yeah, like if it's a Tottenham game, a casual Tottenham fan doesn't really know much what's going on with the game. But yeah, I support Tottenham. I'm not like that. I'm not like, oh, I'm a Christian. No, I'm not. I'm not a Christian. Uh, I'm uh, atheist, agnostic. I don't know. An apophist, maybe. Where I've kind of got to the point where I don't think it actually matters if there's a God or not. That's kind of a uh, stage I've got to. Yeah, not not even anti. It's that fun. Um, yeah. So they did that, hour, then food. But boom, plot twist, what? So what's the plan is, guys, is you're going to have your food, then you're going to come back, eat your food here, then we'll do another hour of praise and worship, and then we go have some desserts. And it's like, ah, brilliant, top stuff, guys. You see what they did? See, an hour, food. And then it's like another hour of praise and worship. People are like, I'm leaving, forget that, I ain't staying there for another hour. It's like, there's dessert. Ah, <laughs> so no, I I appreciated that. I appreciate that from a pure business marketing perspective. But yeah, great energy, great energy in the church though. Um, a lot of youthfulness. <clears throat> I like seeing that. Actually, I like generational things. Well, <coughs> my God, wait a minute. <coughs> what is that? I'm sorry. I'm sorry to cough in your ears. <coughs> Whoa, I couldn't pull the mic away from me because I've got a lapel mic on, so. Oh, yeah. I was saying, I like cross-generational things. So, again, I'm talking about football again. I like seeing like a granddad, dad, son, just all there. I like that. That cross-generational thing, man. But, um, so a lot of youth there. Um, What else do I think I was to talk about? Yeah, I was in National Day, everyone's repping their countries. And stuff, and it's funny because like there's a British family. I say British because they've got the Union Jack on their on their t-shirts. Uh, the boy's got it uh, painted on his face and stuff. And I was thinking that is so mad. 
that if I was out in the street, would I have guessed this boy had just come from the event where he's not, uh, one, at church, and two, surrounded by, like, Africans, Caribbeans, uh, other Europeans. I'm not talking about, like, the, the French ones. I'm talking about, you know, the Eastern European ones. The ones that, you know, your UKIPs don't like. <laughs> um, yeah. Just surrounded by them. And I'm not not saying just like there for the sake of it, like actually friends and sees them every day or every um every weekend and stuff. So it was just like, well, yeah, that's mad. That's how I would have completely misjudged that family and stuff. So um yeah. No, it's, it's uh, it was nice. It was nice. As it made me a Christian, no, no, like if I watched Arsenal win, it wouldn't make me an Arsenal fan. So it's um but no, it's good. Uh, it's good. It's good vibes. Good vibes. Uh, Monday. I can't remember what I did Monday. I don't think I actually did anything. Tuesday. Oh madness! Uh, Naomi had to go to the hospital. Uh, she had an allergic reaction. Now I'm not going to tell them. Here's the messed up thing. This all happened. And it was all bad and uh, very panicked. But then, um, but what is so annoying but hilarious is I I already I wrote a joke while it was happening. It's all been pieced together. I was like, she just has to survive. As long as she survives, this is a funny joke. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, but I'll tell you what, man. The NHS struggling, really struggling. I'm not sure if it's been done on purpose or it's mismanaged. Um, because I hear people saying it's being mismanaged so it gets privatised. I mean, it's... Surely, if you want it privatised, you manage it super well so people can go, oh, I can see where the profits can be made here. It's just so bad, man. Like, the blood pressure machine, they didn't have one that fit her initially, so they had to get another one, uh, get into the hospital. She's just sat on a chair between machinery. Like, there's people on, like, beds in the hallway. It, it was just manic, man. It was just weird. It's flipping weird. It's, um, so, yes, it's... It's sad to see that. But it dawned on me, it's the first time I've been to A&E uh, when I'm not the patient. I've been to A&E about six or seven times. Does that make me accident prone? I mean, maybe. <laughs> it, or it just means I deem everything an emergency. That's that's what it means. That's that's your two options. You're either accident prone or everything's an emergency. Um, actually, it's accident and emergency, isn't it? Not accident or emergency, because an accident would be like spilling your drink. But it's not an emergency, is it? No, it's all right. So what actually, what's the definition of an emergency? Because like, I'm thinking of, I'm saying emergency, but I'm thinking of urgency. Uh, an emergency would be something that just emerges, right? Something that was unexpected. Let's see the dictionary definition of emergency um let's have a look let's have a look um emergency it's just one of those words you know you just you think you know what it means but then um that's definitely no not dentist jeez emergency a serious unexpected say serious there it is a serious unexpected and often dangerous situation requiring immediate uh action so there you go it's the it's the serious serious, uh, yeah. Uh, see, I want I want because I think there's a more casual definition. 
definition definition uh yeah an unforeseen combination of circumstances or the result is state of cause no state that calls for immediate action uh, urgent needs for assistance or relief yeah so emergency in an accident because I know the difference in accident and incident is uh, accident has a point of blame. Something like that. Someone told me. Maybe that's just insurance talk. Uh, accident, an unfortunate incident that happens unexpectedly or unintentionally, uh, typically resulting in damage or injury. All right. So what about incident? Um, accident. Let's do that one. Accident or accident versus incident. Right, let's see. Right, yeah. So it's all kind of uh, workplace stuff, near misses and all that. Near miss versus an, an accident. That's the one, like, near miss versus... Near miss is a terrible name. It's a, a near hit, isn't it? It should be near but missed. But... Yeah, a near miss means, oh, it almost missed you, but ah, no, you actually hit me. So, um, right, so, oh, an accident is defined as an unplanned event that results in personal injury or property damage. An incident is defined as an unplanned event that does not result in personal injury, but may result in property damage um, or is worth, worth of recording. Ah, there you go. So, yeah. It's the implications that we could... Yes. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Right. So. Ah. So, yes. Yeah, so if you spilt a drink on, like, someone's shirt, don't go, oh, I'm sorry, mate. It was an accident. Go, oh, sorry, mate. It was an incident. They're like, you fucking what? <laughs> well, I haven't actually caused you any personal injury. So it's an incident after an accident. They're like, Outside now, there's about to be a fucking accident, you prick. Um, <laughs> anyway, so, yeah. That, that was the time of the hospital. But she's fine. She's fine. She's got an EpiPen now. It's all good. Although an EpiPen doesn't actually like, rescue you. It just gives you adrenaline to give you more time to get to a hospital. So, that, that's all. That's all it does. Um, she was more concerned that it was so big it won't fit into any of her nice purses. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big old pen, man. Big old pen. Uh, it's more like a yeah, it's more like an epi kind of marker pen. Even bigger than that, actually. But um, what what else do I want to talk about this week? This week, um, what else? Uh, oh, sorry, touch the microphone. Um, oh, the World Cup, Women's World Cup. So much football on this summer. You know, you thought, ah, there's no football on because, you know, the Euros ain't here or the World Cup's not here. We had Nations League, Women's World Cup, African Cup of Nations, Copper America, Gold Cup. There's an under-21s tournament as well. Football, 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 football. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Football. Right, but there's one part of football I fucking hate at this time and it's transfers. I hate transfer rumours I love transfers hate transfer rumours this year I've promised myself I'm not following any Tottenham rumours I'll follow Tottenham transfer news but not rumours we've been linked to uh, Tanguan Nombele 
Uh, we've been linked with a guy called Bruno Fernandez, um, Giovanni Lo Celso. Who else have we linked with? Um, Aaron Wambasaka, Ryan Sessegnon. So many players. Link, 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 linked. Don't care. I'm not caring until I see them holding the shirt, doing an awkward smile. They go, yeah, and then they give that interview that goes, uh, it's, it's always been a, a, a dream of men to play for Tottenham Hotspur. You know, you know, right, you know that's a lie. It's a lie when they say the full team name. Now, these foreign players, they, they don't realise that. They don't call it by the nickname or anything. It's always it's always been a it's, it's always been a dream to play for my, my, this team, uh, Liverpool FC. <laughs> I mean, I kind of believe it when it's like Liverpool or Man United. When it's another team and they just say the full name, Tottenham Hotspur Football Club. It's uh, I I want to I want to come here uh, win uh, win uh, the, 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 the trophies. I want to uh, have great success in Champions League. And then it's the awkward so hey, hold the shirt up. Shake the manager's hand. I mean, it's, it's all bollocks, isn't it? A child, it's my boy, a dream, childhood club. So, but, um, I mean, I'm, I'm, if I was a footballer, I'd know for a fact I'd play for Arsenal, I'd play for Chelsea. And if I scored against Spurs, oh, I'd run... Run down that touchline, fist pumping. Yeah, get in. <laughs> I mean, once you get to a certain point in your career, you just stop supporting the team, right? But, um, but yeah, Women's World Cup. Everyone saw United States of America. Butter, Thailand. 13-0. 13. Hui. People crying that the US team are celebrating all their goals. I mean... I get it in some part, but then that's not on the USA. That's on Thailand to not be so shit. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Don't be so rubbish. But I've been I've been on both ends of a pounding when it comes to football. I mean, uh, I remember once at school we beat another school seventeen nil, and the game got just like abandoned after with like twenty minutes left because we were all just scoring. Like people were just getting on. On the score sheet, I should have been getting on the score sheet. It was wild. And I remember our PE teacher was the ref of the game. And he was telling us, he, he slightly was trying to say to us, guys, stop scoring. And we were like, nah. <laughs> nah. And we were celebrating every goal. And the other team was just getting demoralised to a point where the goal started coming faster and faster. So that's what happens. It happened in the, the USA Thailand game. It was 3 0 at half time. Because you keep your defensive discipline. You still think, oh, we've got to do a job here. Still got to do a job here. Once it starts getting to seven or eight, you now think, well, we can't come back into this. And now you're just looking at the clock. Like, I'm not, I don't even want to be here anymore. Then it's just nine, ten. You stop trying now. It's 11. Then another part of it goes, actually, we've got to try a little bit because this could get mad. And then that makes it look even worse because then they just, they've got so much confidence and swagger, just up their game. Ticker tacker, boop, 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 around you. Bang, 12. Woo! Now they celebrate that goal because they actually had to work for that one. The 13. Oh. Oh. God damn. God damn. 
13, man. I've been, Alas, I've been the receiving end of it. Oh, nothing worse. You're just there and you see their fucking goalkeeper just look at the sideline. He's like, yeah, you want Bill? Yeah, do what? Yeah, go out. Billy takes his gloves off. It's like their, their captain goes in goal just for a joke. Yeah, I'll go in goal. You go out on field. You play up top. They bring on some fat shit off the sideline who doesn't play like hardly ever. Never gets a chance to play. It's like, yeah, you go up top with the goalkeeper. I mean, ball comes in. You end up giving away a penalty. Keeps like, I'm taking it. Bam, 17-0, 18-0, 19-0. God. Stop. Be fair, that's only happened to me once. And I still blame my mate. I fucking name him as well. I'm blaming Ashley for that. <laughs> we rocked up to this game against a top of the league team who had been battering people all season, okay? We turned to this, we know from you know the group WhatsApp or group text message that we've only got 10 players for this game. We've got 10. And that's a a tentative 10 because we've got nine. One guy's kind of injured. Does He's not sure whether he should come back or not. We're like, oh, mate, if you can play because we've only got nine. He's like, all right, I'll play. Listen, this team would have beaten us if we had 11. If we had subs. They would have battered us. They would have beaten us maybe like 3-0, 4-0, I think. They were just better than us. Younger, fitter, whatever. We started with nine. We started with ten. That player gets injured about 20 minutes in. It's already about 3-0 at this stage because they've got one more player than us. So we go down to nine men. We're playing some, like, I don't know what formation we've been playing. We've been playing, what, a 3-3-2? Jeez. It's just horrible. Reliving this. Yeah, playing 3 3 2. And uh, yeah, uh, they just kept on scoring. And is that exact shit happened? Their keeper came out, goal, taking free kicks. Oh, it's just goals just flying in, man. Flying in, flying in. It's all because of Ash's sportsmanship and pride. They said, I'm not throwing this game away. And I was like, mate, we're going to get battered here. We won't get battered just to. Be strong and work hard. So I don't think you understand how shit we are, mate. <laughs> we got pwned. And I blame him to this day. I'm going to message him about it, actually, after. Um, so, yeah. For the Women's World Cup, I haven't watched a lot of the games. I've caught up. I saw Jamaica. Um, I need to research in the Jamaica team because I saw a lot of, like, German names in that team. So I'm not sure if it's just, like, they actually are Jamaican or they're naturalised or... No one of those ones. You're good at football. Come live here. But yeah. That's been interesting. Women's World Cup. Is it going to be as popular as the men's one? No. Why? Because women don't watch women's sports. This is something that all men know. It's this weird thing. That it's just like, women's sport needs to be respected as much as men. So men, you need to start watching it. It's like, how about you start watching it? That's what I mean. The guys on quote is full. Nailed it. Fumbi and uh, Ola, the comedian, um, nailed it. Uh, it's a point that I've never actually thought of. And I will be using it going forward. You've got to also think about when men's football started. It didn't just start at the same time as women's football, and then we've just all been sexist and gone, nah. We're not, we're not, care, we're not interested in women's football. Tottenham, for example, started in 1882. 
1880. So I think slavery was still around then. <laughs> That's when Tottenham Hotspur started. And we're not even one of the first, we're not even like the first 12 teams. The teams have started like 1870 stuff, right? So teams been around for ages, man. Been around for absolutely ages, these men's teams. And football then was amateur. Yeah, like the Royal Engineers. Teams just named after what they do as their actual day job. You can see it in Russia, Locomotive. They're literally the train company. It'd be like if TFL had a team in the Premier League. Like, um, yeah, so it all started from just workers playing recreationally. And then the game slowly built, slowly built, slowly built, slowly built, slowly built. And then Premier League happened, bang, money through the roof. And that's when women was like, hey, we want some of that. <laughs> it's true, man. It's never balanced. It's never equal. Uh... Women don't want to do stuff that men do that's boring. Boring, painful and uh, underpaid. Actually, that's not true. That's not true. Army. Military. Women do want, women fought hard to join the military. And the military is not a, a high-paid job or a, or an easy job. So I'll take that back. I'll take that back. See, sometimes you just got to talk the ideas out. Uh, yeah, it's just talk the ideas out and do work stuff out. But when it comes to women's football, yeah, it's it's got a long way to, to catch up. And it's, it's the speed it's catching up is way... The speed the game is developing is way faster than the men's game. But it's not going to be at the same level of the men's game like, right away. And I don't know, I'm not sure how you make women watch watch it because um, in general, women watch less sport than men do. Just in general. That's not sexist. So um, you've got to try to make football appeal to men, women's football appeal to men, or make it appeal to women. And men are going to prefer to watch men play. And women tend to prefer to watch men play, it seems so. Not sure how they do it. Not sure how to do it. Not sure where they advertise tickets. It's just football's just not a glamorous thing when you're a fan. And women like nice things. They don't want to be sat on the hard plastic chairs on a rainy day. But uh, Sean Locke made a brilliant joke uh, on on uh, the reason he doesn't watch women's football is because when he watches football, he likes shouting. And he doesn't feel comfortable shouting at a woman, calling her shit. <laughs> I was like, never thought of that. Never thought of that. But, um, but I will continue watching the Women's World Cup and stuff. Um, because uh, in the hope of seeing more goal fests. But um, it's mad. The world's like best player, Ada Hedeberg. Denmark player plays for Leon. She's not at the World Cup. Because she basically says that women's football... the. Danish national team it's just too shit she's like you don't you guys don't take us seriously enough you don't invest in us so I don't want to play she goes I find it depressing think about it she plays for the best team in the world it's like if you're um, you know that when you've got those players who are from those, those obscure countries like George Weah being Liberian for example guys like Africa player of the year he's won Champions League Smashed in goals in Serie A for Ace Milan, but then he has to go play for Liberia. It's just like, oh boy, like it's only because I love my country I'm going, but 
this is shit. <laughs> yeah, it, it's none of those ones, man. So I think that's how she feels. It, it's one thing if your country's just shit because it's a small country, you don't have players. But when it's your FA not taking you seriously and you're having to travel to games in like a nonsense way, you have to get the train to your games and stuff. And it's like, nah, this ain't right. Treat us properly. Treat us with respect. We're professional athletes. So, fair play to her. But, um, right, let's, um, what, how long have we talking for? Uh, well, 24 minutes. Okay, let's wrap this up soon. Uh, Love Island, who's been watching that? Oh, I have. Fucking blame Naomi. Love Island's drugs. She's the enabler. She's, she's got me crapped out on Love Island. I had no interest in that shitty show before I met her. None. None at all. And then she got me cracked out on Love Island. Made me watch it. Go on, just have a little hit. It's fun. Hands me the crack pipe. Oh, I don't want it. I don't want to try it. Go on, try some. Do you know what to get high? Fuck, <laughs> I took a hit of Love Island last year. And I was like, oh my God. Let's watch it again. It's to the point where I was in, I was at home on my own last night after a gig. And um, drove to KFC on the way back, got my chicken, sat down, switched on TV, went into recordings, boom, let's watch Love Island. <laughs> Just love the fucking drama. Love it. Love the drama. Uh, love watching black people in there. Black and mixed race people having to feel the weight and the wrath of black, black Twitter. And stuff, but it looks like it's um, it's all the mixed race and black people together. In the, uh, so far, black girl, with mixed race guy, and the mixed race guy of the mixed race girl. It's kind of mad. It's kind of mad, isn't it? It's uh, like black Twitter's gonna have nothing to moan about. <laughs> but apparently, the guy who's picked the black girl, like his girl, his ex girlfriend, who he was on the holiday with. He's like, she doesn't even like, he doesn't even like black girls, right? And uh, it was Naomi told that, he's, he's, the girl said that, is she white? And he's like, yeah. Like, yeah, he probably said that to make her feel better. <laughs> he was probably there gawping at a group of black girls. She's like, do you even like black girls, daddy? And he's like, um, no. <laughs> no, you do that as a guy. You stare at a girl. Your girlfriend, your partner, your fiance, your wife looks at you just like, you staring at that woman? It's like, yeah, I mean, look how big her tits are. It's just like, ugh. They don't need to be that big. Don't you think that's freakishly weird? Uh, look how big her hips and arse is, but how small her waist is. Like, that's strange, isn't it? That's really weird. Oh, God. Look at her. Look how short her skirt is and how low cut her tough is. Like, just, are you looking at that? I'm looking at that. And that's like, isn't she cold? <laughs> I thought that's exactly what happened there. Or he's playing the game. Go for the black girl first. Black Twitter doesn't hate you because you've made an effort. Then, uh, then you know, you manufacture an argument and uh, duck out. But, 
they had a chance to manufacture argument. If you watched the last step, no, the previous episode where the two new girls came in. Oh, that's hilarious as well. Fucking girl called Mora going in for Tommy. Oh, God. She is literally, she's like a, she's like a character, like a, like an EastEnders character. But no one's that sexually uh, forward, are they? In real life. She just put the pressure on. She's like, do I turn you on, Tommy? She's like, uh, what? Does she turn you on like I do? <laughs> Staring all in his eyes, looking at his lips. He's just like, um, um, uh. <laughs> Poor bloke. Poor bloke. Oh, dear. Can't do that to a guy. Anyway, let's wrap this up. Let's get on to some Dear Deirdre. Dear Deirdre. Whoa. That is not what the websites are meant to look like. What's happened there? Load it up properly. One time. Um. Oh, Jesus Christ, dude. Dear Deirdre, I cheated on my wife. Bad. At our social club. Bad. It's because he said at our social club. Bad. And it was caught on CCTV. Oh, my God. Now everyone seems to know. Probably except your wife, right? That is the worst situation. Okay? There's one thing about keeping secrets from a loved one. Um, and I've done this before. Uh, admit that. Something that I'm, I'm learning. Still always continuously learning about. One thing about keeping secrets from a loved one. You shouldn't do it. Okay? I think you shouldn't keep secrets. You should never keep any secrets if it's newly developed. All right. You should just tell them about everything. If, you, if you're actively not telling them, then you've probably done something wrong. But if it's from before, then you may not want to tell a secret because not not many people actually know about it. No one knows about it. So you're actually just exposing just your own dirty laundry in a way for no real reason. I mean, like, it's, I don't know, like, if something happened to you when you was younger, you know what I mean? Like, do you have to tell your, your partner that? That's a question. Like, say if you're, say like your, your older brother that beat you up really badly. And, uh, you know, you went to the hospital and everything. But you actually just said, oh, I fell, I fell down the stairs. And then your brother's never beaten you up since. There's no bad blood between you. Um, you don't even know if he can remember it, but you kind of feel like they probably do, but you just don't talk about it and it just, it's under the rug. Would you need to tell your partner that? Like, would you have to? I don't know. Because then, yeah, it's just kind of your secret. It's like, it's whatever. I don't know. But if there's a secret that everyone knows, so you walk into a party and everyone knows this secret, but your partner doesn't, you need to tell your partner that. I had that with an ex, right? There's someone I'd slept with turned up to the party and I knew that everyone at the party knew I'd slept with this person. So I had to just tell my ex, well, my then girlfriend, I thought, like, I've got to put it to one side. So well, this person's going to turn up at the party and uh, her and I slept with each other. She was like, oh, Right, I'm only telling you because everyone here knows that, and I didn't want you to be the only person in the room who didn't know that. And she was like, oh, "Okay, well, I appreciate you telling me." 
<laughs> All right. There you go. So no, it's, uh, it's a nutty one. So yeah. So I had a drink with uh, a drink with a female friend led us to having sex at a social club. The trouble is we forgot about the CCTV. Jesus. I am married, but things with the wife have not been good lately. We are 28 G's and have an 18 month old daughter, which has put a lot of strain on our relationship. To be honest, we have been struggling for a long time. We often argue and I feel so distant from my wife. That's not good. My brother is the steward at the social club and I work there uh, from time to time when he wants a night off. I went in for the evening two months ago when he ha and he and his assistant manager were away on a training course. He was very busy. I was clearing up at the end of the evening and a female friend offered uh, to help. She's 33. We sorted everything out. Then I offered her a drink for helping me. We had a few more drinks, then locked up and went out into the car park. Right, wait, 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 wait. So you can lock up the place. I guess you haven't actually, it seems like you haven't planned to do anything at this stage. Because I'm thinking if you are going to do it, why don't you just have sex in the club? Lock it up, have sex inside. But no, you have sex outside like you're a fucking fox. <sighs> anyway, went into the car park. Uh, we were standing near her car and for some stupid reason we started kissing. Then we had sex leading up against the car. Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> I'm only laughing. I'm thinking what that looks like on CCTV. Because if you ever, if anyone, if you listed, have you ever watched CCTV of an incident that you're there? If you've never seen yourself on CCTV or seen something that you witnessed live, and then obviously, it is, it doesn't matter how bad the incident is, you end up laughing because it's just funny that it's actually been caught on camera because you think you remember something. And then you see in CCTV it clear like a day. Like, has this been edited? <laughs> I remember I saw one guy I worked with um, causing criminal damage to a property. And we were like, uh, it was at a restaurant. They're like, no, nope. we, like, we, we didn't do that. We're not sure. You had so many punters that day. We, you need to evidence to us that it was someone from our office. And then they just sent over the CCTV file and then we pressed play. And you can just see my colleague there just battering disordement. <laughs> I was like, oh. And I was there at the time. And I was like, I can't really remember it. And then I see the video, I was like, oh, no, no, I do remember this. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we were, um, we were standing in a car. And for some stupid reason, we started kissing. Then we had sex leaning up against the car. We agreed that it should be purely a one night thing. Uh, but we ended up meeting to have sex for the month, for the next month. Uh, it seemed great at first, but I soon saw another side to this woman. She's got really nasty temper, which comes out when she's had a few drinks. Uh-oh. I finished with her, and it shocked, but it shocked me into wanting to make things work with my wife. That can happen. Um, but I've been missing the extra sex, but have been making more of an effort at home. See, this is the thing. Focus. No, the grass is green on the other side. So maybe you should water your garden. That's, oh dear. Uh, so I've been missing the extra sex and I've been making more of an effort at home. Not that my wife seems to have noticed. Ah, But when my brother's assistant was checking the CCTV two weeks later, he saw it, saw it all there on camera. He knew who it was because our faces were clearly visible. He told me he had seen it. Decent. 
Um, I asked him to keep it quiet, but he had already told his wife. Ha! Because he's not keeping secrets. <laughs> it appears that she told her best friend, hey, you cannot. It's one of those ones. Those rumours spread so quickly. You cannot tell anyone. Is that okay or what? Well, because <laughs> the, the the story is actually delicious in your mouth when you're saying it. You cannot tell Edward. Do you promise? Yes, that promise is hollow and empty because you're already breaking this promise by telling them. So it's like, yeah, sure. What? Well, mm, mm, oof, this delicious bit of gossip. Mm, 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 mm. Lovely got. Mm, mm, mm. What flavour is this? Mm, one mm, delicious gossip. Uh, it appears that she told her best friend, and now people all over the town seem to know about it. I don't know what to do. How does he know people all over the town? Do they come up to him like, you're right, Gary? Hey, how's your Ford Focus? Any dents in the side? <laughs> Alright, I don't know what to do. My family will be ashamed of me because they idolise my wife. I do love my wife and daughter and they want to make the marriage work, but this could blow everything out of the water. Can I just ignore it and carry on like nothing has happened? No. Ticking time bomb that's going to explode in your face. You're going to have to get ahead of this now. Uh, but that is going to be a horrible horrible discussion and you're gonna break her heart you're gonna break her heart and that's a horrible feeling it's a horrible thing breaking someone's heart actually watching it in front of your eyes horrible that's why i sometimes feel like dumping someone's harder than being dumped no joke especially if you're dumping them and they haven't done anything wrong per se like you just you're not feeling it anymore and um, yeah, man, oh, that's it's, it's a horrible, horrible thing. He said, oh, "I just think we should split up." And you see the face; it's like oh, oh, oh burst into tears. It's like oh, fuck. <laughs> like no, we shouldn't. Oh man, how do I stop you crying? Like, oh god. No, it's mad. It's mad, man. It's mad. It's, it's crazy. Like, when you're younger, that is a valid reason to break up with someone. I'm bored. <laughs> now you're older. Now, now I'm older. If I ever got bored, I was like, oh, I have to make it more fun. Let's do something that's fun. That I'm not bored. You know what I mean? This seems quite a simple solution now to me. Like, yeah. Well, I'm so engaged. going to get married. It's going to be my wife, so... Because like, I'm bored. They said this marriage because I'm bored. It's like, no, let's... I'm feeling a bit bored. Let's do something fun. If they're like, well, I don't want to. Then you start, you've got a kind of different issue there. But if they're like, yeah, sure. Because anything you was going to do with a new person where it's all exciting and new, just do that with your current partner. And if it's still boring then, then there's probably something bigger than boredom um, at the cause, at the... You know, at the root of this. So anyway, uh, dear Deirdre, feeling used. The man I'm seeing seems to keep his distance from me until he wants sex. Duh. Um, I have been seeing the man on and off, and every time we have sex, he becomes distanced with me. Until the next time. I'm a single mum of 31 with a five-year-old daughter. Nice. 
single mum. I worked part-time in the shop and he used to come in every day. Then he asked me out. Yeah, so he didn't know you had a kid then. Uh, We had a lovely evening together that night. He's 37. I loved the attention. We had sex and it was great, but he was very distant when he swung by the shop the following day. I just don't want to be the father of of your daughter. Even though you never asked him to do that, that's what's running through his mind. Um, We had sex. It was great. Um, I was confused and upset, but he started paying me attention again and I fell for it. This time, he he seemed really into me and I thought he liked me. But then the same thing happened again. He carried on blowing hot and cold. So I told him I wanted more than sex. But he then said he doesn't want a relationship. Because, yeah, because he thinks he, you're gonna, he's going to be a stepdad to your kid. It's, it's a weird thing. It's like uh, it's like his brain involves going, I don't want to interfere in, in your setup. I'm not ready to be committed. So I don't want to be in a child's life and be inconsistent. I don't think that's fair. Uh, but that's got nothing to do with my dick. And my dick wants you, girl. So what I'm saying is, get your kid, take it to your mama house. And then what you need to do is uh, get on the bed, take your clothes off. Shit. Um, I realise uh, I am lonely and have invented a closeness that is not real. Um, that when we are not together, I don't exist for him. He never asks how I am and never shows any concern for me in my life. A couple of days ago, I got very drunk and texted him, telling him what I thought of him good and bad now i feel ashamed and embarrassed no 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 that was the right thing to do well done no that's uh that that is that is definitely the right thing to do well done good on you there was no dilemma there you got used getting used you felt used then you said hey stop it piss off and there you go done grinder secret hey fucking hackety hack hack jokes all week we were talking about Grindr. Um, should I tell my sister her boyfriend is using a gay dating app? The answer to that is yes. One million percent yes. You've got categorical evidence as well. It's not even hearsay. It's not rumour. It's not that, ah, uh, yeah, do what I can... Uh, someone so said that she saw him kissing a guy. It's not even, oh, I saw him kissing a guy. That, you don't even need to do that. You just send her the pictures if anything you can send it from an anonymous number <laughs> you just send that off send it there you go take that and you might want to speak to your boyfriend um, I'm a gay man of 25 this makes even more sense that you've seen it right although I assumed it's a girl telling her sister like guys can't have sisters <sighs> anyway, I'm a gay man of 25 and noticed a profile I recognised on Grinder. It was a photo of a very unusual tattoo. In fact, the tattoo belongs to my sister's boyfriend. Whoa, 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 Wait. You've just seen a tattoo. It's unusual, fine, but yeah, wait, unless you've seen this guy's face, now it's become it's become circumstantial again. It's now a bit oh I've swapped, I've flip-flopped. I'm not sure you should tell your sister if it's just an unusual tattoo. Uh, We shot some messages and he sent me a photo of his penis, then asked me for a photo of mine. I haven't replied, but I did tell my best mate. Wait, so can they not see your face? If that is your sister's boyfriend, he knows your face. Why did he send you a picture of his dick if it's him? 
Huh? Think about it. That makes no sense. Um, I did some research. We did some digging. I found it really is my 23-year-old sister's boyfriend. Okay, I'm going to have to assume you did some real digging and didn't actually jump from A to, to Z there. Uh, I don't know whether to say anything to her. I don't want to out him if she doesn't know, but technically is he, he is cheating on her. I feel I need to say something. Um, yeah, so you should, um, just, yeah, just send her the picture. Uh, yeah, just, it's your sister, isn't it? you got to give her some fucking honesty. He's out here just banging other people. You know, there's no, there's no two ways about it. You can't have the fucking, be on dating apps and stuff. Well, they're saying that. I'm not sure if I actually deleted my, uh, my Tinder. I deleted, like, the app off my phone, but I'm not sure if, if that's actually destroyed my profile on there. So some people probably there waiting for me to right swipe. <laughs> it's like, last scene, two years ago. It's like, yeah, so, well. Um, right, I think that's the end of the pod. I think I've said enough. Uh, let's see, let's see. Um, how long have I been talking for? Uh, yeah, 45 minutes. Jesus Christ, yeah, we're ending the pod right now. Um, listen, people, go get tickets. Tickets for my show, Essex Boy. Go to dangriffs.com forward slash Essex Boy. Um, do that, please. Please do that. Please get your tickets. A lot of people said, Yeah, I'm definitely coming. I think I'm coming on this day. Definitely coming. I'm gonna bring some mates. Coming on this day, but you haven't bought tickets. I know, I don't know who buys tickets, but I know when tickets have been bought, all right, and you guys need to buy tickets. Okay? Buy tickets. Buy tickets. Buy tickets. The show's going to be fucking hilarious. Buy tickets. All right, that's it. That's it in the pod. See you later. Bye.